Welcome to Fake Gamer Girls, and happy Barbie Day to all who celebrate. My name is Erin. I'm Sam. I'm Josie. And uh, we all know the most important event of 2023, and that is... Oppenheimer. (laughs) Oppenheimer, directed by Greta Gerwig. Yes. Uh, starring st- starring Margot, Margot, Robbie. Margot Robbie. Actually, I just William learned Murphy. this. I just learned this literally yesterday that Florence Pugh is in Oppenheimer. What? Oh, really? I'm watching yes. it for sure now. Well, uh, so I've been like, I really don't care that much about Oppenheimer. But those of you who know my husband, Matt, know he's like a film guy. He likes movies. He loves Christopher Nolan. So I was like, because I love you, I will go see Oppenheimer in IMAX with you. <laughs> when are you guys going? So we're going on premiere night. Um, oh. So it's, and it's three hours long. Wow. Um, wow. And I've been like, oh, I gotta see freaking three hours of Oppenheimer. It's gonna be so fun. And then I saw Florence Pugh was in it. And now I'm like, hmm, should this I gonna be awesome. maybe enjoy myself? <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm not doing a Barbenheimer double feature because i will not see barbie until a few days later so i think because sam's coming to visit me so we're gonna see it together why wasn't i invited you got money to pay for your flights i was gonna say buy a flight ticket you're welcome yes you can come if you want (laughs) unfortunately i live in a one-bedroom apartment and we can make it work somebody would have to sleep on the floor i have a futon and a twin-size air mattress that's what husbands are floor. for. Which husband? husband? My husband or your husband? Both of them can sleep on the floor together. Dang, that's just unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary, but adorable. I'll take my big queen-size bed to myself. Sounds lit. <laughs> All right. But so, in honor of Barbie coming out. Which is what we're talking about, if that wasn't clear. And not Oppenheimer-themed video games. <laughs> uh, no, yet. So, Barb- yeah, true. When they come out with the Oppenheimer tie-in Oppenheimer Wii game. for Wii. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. Uh, we will we will that, cover it. Don't I worry. really hope they do that. The, uh, they whole, won't, but it would be really funny. The War did. Crime tie-in video game. Yes. yes. They already made that. It's just called freaking COD. Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so today we're going to cover Old Harvest Moon. It's a wonderful life. Stop. I still haven't gotten it. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> uh, we'll have no. to talk about it at the end. Yeah, we'll talk. Okay, okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Barbie video games. I wanted to preface this. I'm not going to touch on Flash games. Oh, no. I know. I thought that, honestly, that could be a whole other episode on its own. Um But for this, there are so, so many Barbie video games, like licensed, like console PC video games that came out on like CD-ROM. Talking about Barbie dentist office procedure. (laughs) We're we're not talking about babysitting baby Chrissy. (laughs) Which was those dancing vegetables in the grocery store. (laughs) Or the best one, which was the Scooby-Doo Barbie Castle mystery or whatever. (laughs) Yes. So if if that's something listeners want, if you guys like this kind of stuff, which I know a lot of people really liked the Dream Life episode, this kind of falls in the same category just tell us on instagram or facebook or wherever uh, or tiktok and we will we can definitely consider it because 
like even in this episode i can't cover every single barbie video game it would be like seven hours long and most of them are not good so whoa 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 listen we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it so if i don't touch on your favorite barbie game it's not because it's because we hate you (laughs) right it's not because i hate it it's because i hate you um Uh, we don't like you (laughs) anyway so um yeah so that's my 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 prequel spiel are you guys ready for some barbie history hells yes lady okay so quick Brief, brief Barbie history. Um, So Barbie debuted in 1959 from Mattel co-founder Ruth Handler. Um, She also uh, is, her other co-founder was her husband, whose name I didn't write down because husbands are irrelevant. Yeah. Barbie was Ruth's invention, um, inspired by, I believe, a German fashion doll. Um, Barbie was an 11 inch tall fashion doll, which just means that all of her clothes were meant to be removable, interchangeable, and like kind of her whole purpose is to be a dress up doll, sort of the 3D plastic version of a paper doll. Um, Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts, and she is named after the co-founders of Mattel's daughter, um, Barbara. And then Ken was introduced as Barbie's boyfriend in 1961. So that's just some brief general Barbie history. There's so much Barbie lore. Um, it's so interesting to me, but we won't get into it. I did want to give a shout out to the YouTuber Darling Dolls with a Z. Darling space dolls with a Z. Because uh, they had a great video that was called The Feminist Legacy of Barbie Video Games. And it was a really good like jumping off point um, for like where I started this video. so Or started this like the notes for this podcast. So... I'm going to go past what they talked about, but they talked a lot about like the very early Barbie video games. So shout out Darling Dolls. And if you're interested in weird doll lore, also a great channel, which I am. Yes. Um, All right. Starting out strong with these graphics. I was going to say, so we have Barbie's first video game and it had a really interesting title. Barbie. Yeah. So Barbie came out. Yep. In 1984 for the Commodore 64, which was just like a bulky computer. Um, The whole game, so uh, you guys are looking at a picture, but it's super, it looks like Pixel Chicks. If you guys remember Pixel Chicks, it's this super flat, pixely graphics. Oh, I do remember Pixel Chicks. Um, Not because I knew them, but because I watched a video that had them. Oh, I had Pixel Chicks. We'll have to talk about that too. Similar to Dream Life. Yes, I know. I know what Pixel Chicks are. So in this game, you are Barbie. And you are in your house and you get a phone call from Ken. And Ken says, hi, Barbie. Do you want to go to X date with me? So the date would be things like the prom, the beach, the gym, dinner. Um, And then the player would have to go to various stores. You would have like one hour to one hour of in-game time. It wasn't a real hour um, to go to the right store. So you'd have to go to like a clothing store, a shoe store, a salon and put on the correct outfit for the date. Mm. Um, this game was not received well by critics or fans. Um, it was ugly, repetitive, boring. Um, and then it was also really heavily criticized by how unfeminist it was, um, where Barbie essentially in this game has no personality of her own. She lays on her couch until her boyfriend calls her and she literally like jumps to to please him in her special little outfits, you know. So oh, God. people yeah. were Which like, is "Weird," because that's not really the whole Barbie 
vibe of like yeah so actually and that's something that is more barbie history barbie originally had no very little you know autonomy like she was very much just a beautiful fashion doll um and it wasn't until a little bit later that she did get her sort of like president barbie astronaut barbie like kind of feminist Mm -hmm. twist so at this point barbie was very much like a girly girl thing for you know like People in general, a lot of feminist theory was criticizing Barbie at the time anyway. Um, Mm. But the game was very poorly received. So that was 1984. Barbie and her flop era. Yeah, really though. (laughs) Uh, So we now have some early 1990s Barbie games. So another game called Barbie came out in 1991 for the NES. Um, and it was a terrible platforming game that was focused <laughs> on fashion and dressing up. Um, and I put in parentheses here, pink software, which I have heard before, but uh, again, the YouTuber Darling Dolls kind of touched on this in in their video. Um, a lot of early video games for girls, and like in this case, Barbie games, were just um, like traditional video games that were quote unquote for boys, like a platformer game that were slowed down um, and then reskinned to be like pink, basically. Yep. And like instead of like bullets, it's like shoes or yeah. like, you know, pantyhose. Ooh. Um, and so this was also really <laughs> My poorly. favorite. Yeah, like and, and this Boy trend... like gun and girl like panty. <laughs> okay, I, I said pantyhose. I did yeah. not say panty. <laughs> but like, and you can see in the screenshot, Barbie's jumping through like a teddy bear warehouse, like <laughs> It's yeah. so bizarre and it was so criticized weird. it was criticized for being insanely boring and like unplayably bad uh and and again it's just this issue of like taking a a normal video game or a you know at the time what they would have called a boy game and turning it into a quote unquote girl game by making it like just worse in every way like slower and and getting rid of half of the elements um, because there was this rhetoric in especially the late 80s and early 90s that girls just didn't understand technology, hmm. um, which has somewhat faded nowadays, but it still can be really present. Um, but like, especially in the early 90s, it was like, well, women don't even like technology because they're so bad at it. But like a lot of studies found that young girls were just as competent with technology as young boys were. And it was a social thing as they got older to be less interested in it because they were basically told like girls don't get tech, you know, like Isn't that weird though? Because I thought that like computer science when it was like first becoming a thing was heavily female dominated and then it yeah over time. So like it seems weird that that would be the rhetoric if like computer science was was female dominated. Yeah, but I I think that the truth is that a lot of contributions to early computer science by women were very erased uh, at this point. And I think it was more of a recent, you know, historical realization that we were like, oh, women have always been equally competent at computers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's just classic, like, girls hate sport girls hate computer girls hate car you know like it's just it's just made up um so then in 1992 we get barbie game girl for the game boy and it was basically the exact same game as 1991's barbie just a boring platformer um Mm. that didn't do well and then we had barbie supermodel for 1990 in 1992 for the genesis super nintendo and cd-rom and it was like a super simple 
horizontal, like scrolling arcade style kind of driving game. And it was also focused on fashion. It was also super boring, slow. This one um, looks like the Polly Pocket game where you would drive and have to drive your car into the items that you wanted your Polly yes, to Yes, on the like tour bus. Yes. Yeah, similar, but probably way worse <laughs> is, is what I gathered. So again, early 90s Barbie games are doing poorly. Okay, so 1996, Barbie video games finally figure it out. Here's a crazy thing. So let's say if you were a consumer who likes Barbie dolls, what would you say are the things that you are into? Perhaps fashion? (laughs) Dress up. Yeah, fashion. Dress up. Well, and like it it was just... Yeah, exactly. Playing house. And that was a huge element that they were like not tapping into is this sort of creative play style that Barbie and other fashion dolls allow where like little girls were not just like looking at their Barbies, you know, like we all played with, you know, Barbies and Polly Pockets and stuff as a kid. You do like the most elaborate, stupid, like (laughs) convoluted storylines with your Barbies and they're fighting with each other and somebody's marrying somebody, you know, it's this sort of like, um, constructive play of like being creative with with uh you know something that's in front of you and and it's this very like creative play style and for some reason Mattel could not put that together for literally like 30 years (laughs) um so in 1996 we get Barbie fashion designer for CD-ROM and this was a so this was an interesting quote-unquote video game it was a video game but a fashion design computer game where players would like design outfits digitally on the computer and then they could print out their designs on special paper uh to put on their like real barbie dolls so you would design like it was i mean not a super robust system but you would choose like patterns and colors to go on the clothes and the shapes of like a skirt and then you could print it out using this special like paper that you get with the game um And then you can, like, put it on your actual dolls, which is, like, totally exactly what a Barbie fan would want from a video game. Like, a Barbie game that works with my real Barbie dolls. Duh. Like, it's it seems so obvious in hindsight. Um, And they finally figured it out. Like, this is what Barbie fans want from a gaming experience, not, like, some boring, ugly Barbie jumping up and down game, you know? Um, and this game was extremely commercially successful and outsold games like Doom and Quake um, in 1996, which are like shooters that still have like sequels coming out to this day. So then after Barbie Fashion Designer came out, uh, Mattel kind of continued this legacy um, with similar games. So we had Barbie Magic Hairstyler in 1997. Um, it didn't have the, like, real-life printing element because it was, like, a hair salon and you're not going to, like, print a wig out for your Barbie. But it had, like, better software and graphics and it had this sort of 3D graphic style that allowed for, like, fun hair and makeup customization. And because of that creative, like, element, it was super replayable. So do you guys remember mm-hmm. those Barbie dolls that were, like, just the shoulders and head? Yeah. Yep. And they're, like, big. I see those at, like, Goodwill's <laughs> all the time. I totally had one of those. And I think eventually yeah. I cut all of its hair off. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and you could, like, do its makeup. This was essentially the digital version of that, um, which means that, like, you can do it a billion times instead of just, like, 
put makeup on it once and then have to like scrub it off, you know, yeah. or you can, you can actually cut the 3d Barbie's hair, um, without it being permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had Barbie riding club in 1998, which was like racing games, horse grooming. I had sim elements where you could interact with NPCs. Um, and then had like Barbie and horse customization, which again, little girls love horses. Yeah, all little true. girls love Every horses. Every little girl loves horses. They're just and fun and beautiful. If you say you don't, or you even didn't. even if you weren't like a quote unquote horse girl, you still liked horses. Unless you still like were a little in like you were into the horse thing. Well, <laughs> I had a friend who had like a billion horse things, and I was kind of jealous. Of her. <laughs> so, like, unless you have like a severe phobia of horses, then I guess probably not. But. Um, yeah, Barbie Riding Club, which this is also sort of a precursor to our favorite game, Barbie Horse Adventures, which That's we will true. get to. That we is will the best get to. Barbie game ever. Um, and then we had Barbie Ocean Discovery in 1998, which was like a little scuba diving adventure. It was learning about the ocean, and then you would find treasure and play mini games and swim around, and you get to be Barbie in this little like 3D ocean environment, um, which again is exactly what, you know, like these kind of players were looking for which is sort of this explorative slightly slower paced more um interactive and like creative gameplay style uh like at your own pace go in whatever order you want kind of thing um and then oh wait sorry before we get to detective barbie (laughs) um this legacy also continued for a long time after fashion designer. Um, they had a ton of other similar versions. They had like a runway game later. They also had one that was like a nail studio. And we had that, Sam. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, I remember. And I was okay. I remember loving it. Like, yeah, you cool. would like design the nails on there. And there was like a weird <laughs> printer that came with it, right? Yeah, I could print out. I don't think it was a weird printer. I think you could just print out your designs if you want. And you could like glue them to your nails. Yeah, basically. But yeah, so this continued. Uh, They kept making these kind of games, you know, sort of creative, slower paced play. And they continued to do pretty well. Then we have Detective Barbie. I was hoping you would bring up the Oh yeah, Detective Barbie is, is actually what a lot of people would consider like pivotal Barbie game. Um, that turned Barbie from sort of this fashion beauty franchise into kind of the Barbie that we know and love today, who is like girl boss, you know, like not to like girl boss is silly sounding, but like actually kind of is how Barbie is. So the first detective Barbie game came out uh, in 1998 and it was called detective Barbie in the mystery of the carnival caper. Um, And here's the synopsis. Ken went to a local carnival and volunteered for a disappearing magic trick, and now he can't be found. Oh, it no. is up to the player to locate him. Um, oh, Kenny. And it says, team up with Detective Barbie to solve the carnival mystery with clues that change every time you play. Um, uh, yeah, I do remember that being an element of the yeah. of the game, is that it, it was like kind of different every time. Yeah, so every time you would have to find different clues... Um, and navigate around different areas and talk to different NPCs. This was like a 3D point-and-click adventure. Um, Barbie would navigate the carnival. She would walk around, talk to NPCs, and, like, gather testimonies and get clues, play some minigames, solve puzzles, etc. So the social sim elements of being able to talk to these characters um, and deductive puzzles and then just these, like, super fun environments that you get to explore made these games really popular with young girls and it led to two sequels um and 
yeah, just in general, like people loved, especially again, like young girls who were not seeing a ton of games catered to them at this time. Like this sort of, again, like for a girl who's maybe intimidated by something like doom or like, you know, just these shooters that are coming out, um, you know, I remember playing this game literally as a four or five year old. Like it, it was one of terrifying. my earliest. Yeah, one of my earliest memories is we didn't actually own this game. My friend Morgan owned this game. Yeah, shout out Morgan. <laughs> and we would go to her house and play it as tiny, tiny kids. Because if you're four or five, you're so small. <laughs> like yeah. And like I just remember playing. I don't think we had the carnival one. She, I don't think she had the carnival one. No, I remember I it was believe, a different one. I believe she had the next one that I'm going to talk about. But yeah, I remember being so small and loving these games. And mm-hmm. just, I, I don't know if we ever beat them because you don't really beat games when you're that small. Right. But just like thinking it was so cool. Well, and it's cool because it's like, oh, I know this character. I love Barbie. And then also you have so much control over what's happening in the scenario. And because it's so at your own pace, um, it really was appealing to kids of all ages. Um, like, because if you're older, you can do it faster. Probably you can solve it. But, like, even for us, we were so little, and it was still, like, I get to walk around and be Barbie. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, this Barbie game, Detective Barbie, was super popular. Um, so, next we have Detective Barbie 2, The Vacation Mystery, which Maybe came out in I 2000. I also am pretty sure this is the one, because this one has a lot of, like, old Victorian mansion in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I remember. So and I remember there being, like, a jet ski. Yes. Okay, so that might be the next one then. Um, oh, okay. But so we have joined Detective Barbie on a mysterious vacation at a beach resort full of secrets and surprises. And I think it's British? Um, it? I think it's in England. Um, look at Ken in this screenshot. This is terrifying. <laughs> he has like black hair. He is so dead behind the eyes. Um, it's freakish. But so we have Team Barbie Detective, Barbie, Ken, and a new character, a wheelchair-using computer whiz named Becky. Um, okay. Yeah, solve a mystery regarding a series of antique jewels that have been stolen at Lighthouse Cove Hotel. Um, and around this time, Mattel introduced the Barbie gamepad, which you can see here is just a controller, but yeah. it has, like, flowers printed on it, and it says Barbie. <laughs> um, it's just, like, a Barbie-themed, you know old looking xbox controller like or i guess it's like a ps4 controller or a playstation because ps4 didn't exist but it also came with a mini version of a playstation and two controllers that you could let your barbie play with yeah that's fire yeah so that's that's a good experience design right there i agree completely so i would have loved that as a kid um but this game was also extremely popular and some critics said the game was too difficult i totally wrote too difficult on my slide t-w-o difficult (laughs) um yeah critics said the game was too difficult for like kids and and girls wouldn't like this it was too hard it was too slow it required too much like you know deduction um while young players seemed to really love the patience and deliberation that the game demanded um because again we're just talking about a different audience than game makers were uh catering to at the time yeah, like, rather than, like, we need bright flashing colors, we need action, action, action at all times, we need platforms, we need lava. It was, like, the girls who are into the kind of play that Barbie requires, or I would should say the kids that are into the kind of 
play that Barbie requires is, is much slower. It requires creativity. It requires problem solving. Um, and so people still really love this game. Nice. And then the final Detective Barbie game was called Detective Barbie The Mystery Cruise. This was not it. Well, it so this one, one does have jet skis, though. Well, maybe we have both then. Because okay. I remember there being an old mansion, too. So Okay, so this came out. So this was on a cruise ship. So this came out in 2000. Um, and it says, help Barbie catch the tropical island art thief. Um, and this came out on PlayStation and CD-ROM, I believe. Uh, and it says, join Barbie on a tropical cruise and help recover stolen artworks. Search for clues on the cruise ship and across three tropical islands. Chase your suspect on land, sea, and air using high-tech vehicles and gadgets. Solve the mystery and catch the thief. But watch out. The culprit changes every time you play. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. And players loved because with the other games, some of the clues would change every time. Like, you would get a different experience. But I think the culprit was the same every time. Um. But this one, it could be like a number of NPCs that did it and the story mm. would change. So it really was super replayable. And this game was also um, two player. At, so for the first time, oh, I don't really know how I was trying to find out like what that means. Like, did somebody like, did you just, have to take turns or... or like, was it like someone controls the camera, you know, like, but yeah. it was advertised as two player ages five and up. So that's all I know. Um, again, this one was also criticized for being too slow-paced and too difficult for young players, but it was still really popular and very well-loved. Nice. So. And honestly, this is not on Barbie, but I see so many TikToks about the Nancy Drew games, which I never played, but I'm like, yeah. I feel like I really missed out because people talk about how much they loved the Nancy Drew games. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, I wish I would have had that in my childhood because I bet I would have loved them too. Yeah. It's probably this... similar to Detective Barbie. Yeah. So this definitely came after Nancy Drew, which I was going to say the Nancy, Nancy Drew games, I think started in the late 80s. Um, and this obviously series didn't come out until like 1998, I think is what I said. Um, so definitely a similar concept of, you know, slower kind of solving mysteries and talking to characters and doing puzzles and clues um, and definitely catered to a similar audience. And, and this was also kind of part of a time period that was like basically like 1990 to like 2002 was sort of this like, girl gamer renaissance where really really a lot of organizations like her interactive who's behind the barbie or sorry behind the nancy drew video games was like really pushing for the fact that like girls are a viable audience for video game creators and and they deserve to be catered to in the same way that like a male audience does um which again and obviously this is a very gendered kind of topic and gender's not real and you know, there's no such thing as a girl game or a boy game. But, you know, obviously at the time it was about gendered marketing. Um, and again, this was 30 years ago when we were probably less aware of the concepts that we're talking about now. So that's okay. So from... Oh my god, <laughs> I knew you would have that reaction. I love this game. So from here on out, I'm mostly just going to cover Barbie games that we had and played and loved. Because there are so, so many. So basically, like, early Barbie up to Detective Barbie is sort of understood as, like, Barbie Barbie's, like, intro into the video game world. And past Detective Barbie becomes kind of messier um, and more like they were pumping out way more games. And so there are a lot that we are not going to talk about today. 
But you guys can tell us which ones were your favorite. Yeah, um, and also, if I was going to say, if you guys are like, no, we want more Barbie game episodes, just tell us. We are always open to suggestions. So the game that's on my screen right now is Barbie as Princess Bride, 2001. <laughs> such a good fire. game. I would play Josie, this game today. Josie, do you have any memory of, like, did no, you? No. Oh, my gosh. This okay, does so, not even look a little familiar. Oh, my, you should so play this game. We, we Samantha and I, yeah, we played this for hours, like, every single day. That's um, awesome. It was on CD-ROM, and it's just the cover is like Barbie in like a bridal gown, looking into a magic mirror, and Prince Ken is looking back at her. Um, and it says, "So this was a synopsis I pulled, I think, from the wiki." Uh, yeah, I says, want you to know that this has nothing to do with the movie The Princess Bride. No, completely unrelated. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, to do. Sorry. To, to clarify, it's not Barbie as the Princess Bride. It's Barbie as Princess Bride. She's just a princess bride. She is a bride and a princess. Yes, queen. Nothing, nothing else. So it says, in the game, girls explore the enchanted world of Princess Bride Barbie and bring the fairy tale to life by playing 12 original and exciting games and activities. The title offers two game modes, story mode and magic mirror mode. In story mode, girls play the adventure from beginning to end, completing each activity in sequence as they help Princess Bride Barbie find her true love and prepare for her wedding. In Magic Mirror mode, girls return to all their favorite areas to replay games and activities such as sorting the wedding invitations, mixing up a magical wedding cake, designing the perfect wedding dress, conducting the orchestra, which is like a bunch of animals. Oh, no, the animals were the male thing. Um, You had to invite all the forest animals to your wedding. Conducting the orchestra and helping Prince Ken sail his ship back to the kingdom. And it concluded... Yeah, and it concluded in this... (laughs) little wedding ceremony every time i love that this game is about like getting ready for your wedding and your husband or fiance like he's like not in the game at all he's like, like in the navy or he's like out in yeah, like a naval war yeah like, they're like she's like well he's gonna get be back in time for the wedding but he can't help me get ready so i gotta do it without well, him she's anyway. like the wedding is literally today and i haven't seen him in months yeah, um, yeah and then yeah he has to like sail through this like storm like he like almost dies on his way to the wedding yeah you have to like help him it's awesome so yeah and then there was also like you know you could do her makeup you got to design a custom wedding dress you could change the colors of it like this game was extremely fun to me yeah, as a child so awesome yeah so that's barbie as princess bride uh, okay, so this is just something to touch on. We didn't have this, but Secret Agent Barbie came out in 2001. Um, it says, travel the world with Secret Agent Barbie to solve the ultimate spy mission. Um, and it's super sort of... spy mission. Oh, sorry, the ultimate super spy mission. The <laughs> first one was sort of this, like, polygonal 3D, almost like Lara Croft. And it was sort of an answer to Lara Croft, or Tomb Raider, I should say, um, which was sort of this, like, action-packed, you know indiana jones but a girl kind of thing so this was more like platforming running around um in a 3d environment Uh, so it was less like detective barbie and more like something like tomb raider and this is also a really weird time in the game industry for sort of female representation um because of stuff like tomb raider that was like you know like sexy badass indiana jones you know and so it was it was sort of blurring the lines of gender which is good for like the long term, but bad for a company like Barbie that is catering to a, an audience of girls who like something very specific. 
Um, so this game was kind of a mess. I think people probably have fond memories of it, but I don't think it did well critically. And then the second game was Secret Agent Barbie Royal Jewels Mission came out in 2002. And it was like a 2D platformer. Um, like runner. platformers. Yeah. And so it says Royal Emeralds, Rubies and Diamonds are disappearing all over the world. And the clues point to one crafty crook. But why would anyone be taking all these jewels? It's up to you and Secret Agent Barbie to find out. You trace clues all over the world and you just basically jump around and run around and try and catch the thief. Um, and again, I don't think either of these games did super well. No. Now we have Barbie Horse Adventures. Uh, so yes. there are actually four Barbie Horse Adventures games um, that were all very similar in premise and gameplay, which is like Barbie came to a horse camp or something, you know, a horse ranch, and she gets a horse, and she gets to customize her horse, and run around and jump, and do a bunch of racing, and jumping, and horse mini games. So the first one was Blue Ribbon Race, came out in 2003 for the Game Boy Advance, Uh, then we had Mystery Ride in 2003, which was on Windows only, then we had Wild Horse Rescue in wow, 2003. They were, just, they were busting these out. Yeah, in so the first three yeah, like, that's all funny. Came out in the same year for different platforms. And they're not just like reskins of the same game, they're wildly different games. That's um, hilarious. Because this was kind of before the era of like porting, which is what we do now to have the same exact game on different consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like, well, we want this to be available on every console, but what we have to do is make three different games. That's um, so funny. Yeah, so Wild Horse Rescue came out in 2003 on the PS2 and Xbox. And then, this is the one that Josie and I loved, uh, Riding Camp came out in 2008 for the Wii, PS2, DS, and Windows. Yup. And, and it's on the Wii. Awesome. Me and yes. Aaron played this, like, a month ago. Like, yeah, a couple months ago, we, we tried to, and it's, like, so hard. The motion controls, like, you have to, like... <laughs> Hey, I was there when horse, you guys played this. Were you? Okay, so you yeah. have to, like... Yeah, yeah, that's right. You have yeah, to, like... it was on my Wii that I um, impulse bought. <laughs> True. <laughs> but to, like, move the horse, you have to, like, flick the Wii remote. Like, you're, like, flicking the reins. Yeah. And it's, like, so horrible to control and, like, so unbearable. And I was like, how did I play this game? Like, how did I have any fun with this? Erin, <laughs> you're this right in the so sweet funny. spot of uh, all of the Barbie games that, that I know. Josie and I experienced. Well, I was going to say because... This game freaked me out because it yeah. was when I started to uh, learn what creepy pastas were. And I was really scared of Ben Drowned, specifically, <laughs> which is the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask um, creepypasta. And yeah. I would watch the videos, of, like the haunted videos... So I couldn't play games that had open fields for years. <laughs> and this game was you were Barbie alone in an open field. Well, I was going to say so this, this game. But even Aaron agrees. This game no, has a kind of a scary vibe. It's got this super ominous vibe because there is no one in this world. You are alone in the it's wilderness just, with like, your horse. Freaky. And you can like Something go into caves. Like I'm going to get like hurt when i play this game yeah it's almost, but it's awesome and i love it also. it's almost like uncanny valley where just like looking at it makes you feel wrong um yeah it's so empty there's no like wild animals running around in the forest <laughs> there's no like hikers there's to no to no seriously and there's no other like horses and there's barely yeah. any music it's just sort of like ambient yeah, forest like, no noise music. yeah it's so eerie the whole it's thing it's so funny it's so weird. 
weird. But I think that's why I made Josie play it with me so much. Like, I'd be like, Josie, come watch me. Because I think it made me a little uncomfortable to play by myself. Right? Like, I didn't ever want (laughs) to play this game by myself, but I always wanted to play it. Like, it's a fun game, but it's scary a little bit. (laughs) Oh, and Sam, to your point of me being in the sweet spot of all the Barbie games, it's because I'm the middle sister. So, like, when I was a kid, I would watch you play all the Barbie games. Like, really talking about Barbie Princess Bride, I probably only actually played that game, like, twice. Yeah, Yeah. but I sat next to you on the family computer and watched you play it, like, 8,000 times. (laughs) And the same with Barbie Horse Adventure. Like, when Josie was little, she probably wasn't playing it that much. But she was watching me play it all the time. Yeah, I really don't don't recall, like, playing it myself that much. I remember watching you play it a lot. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I was younger than Sam, and then you're younger than me. So I eventually took on the mantle of being the player, and you became the watcher. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, nerve! Like, no, player or watcher. It all comes back to nerve every time. I'm telling you. Should I shoot her? Yes, 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 Colson Baker, MGK, do it. Yeah, MGK. MGK, shoot her. I Uh, rewatched that movie like a year or two ago, and I just had realized it was MGK, and I was like shook. When that movie came out, I had no idea who he was. Um, It shook me to my core. So, really quick, I wanted to touch on Barbie movie tie-in games. So, obviously, as the new Barbie movie is going to come out, we're all thinking about the Barbie animated movies yes yes the bcu um (laughs) yes and and the incredible movies and the early 2000s like basically between 2000 and 2010 was like the sweet spot for movie tie-in games like we had like a shrek game and we had the spongebob movie game like yeah these movie studios were pumping out tie-in yes exactly like exactly like that so i just wanted to cover all of the barbie movie tie-in games that exist so 2002 we have barbie as rapunzel a creative adventure 2004 we have barbie as the princess and the popper 2005 barbie plays both she's an actress it's like the it's like the parent trap Mm -hmm. um 2005 and and live Uh, 2005 we have barbie and the magic of pegasus great movie uh yep, fire, 2006 fire. we have the barbie diaries the high school mystery i was gonna say did you guys remember the barbie diaries yes. such a weird movie that was a weird weird, weird movie okay 2006 we have the best barbie movie barbie in the 12 dancing princesses that nice. is a good one argue really good I, one. I would say arguably I'm, one of them i don't know I really i'm like a diamond castle late. So, I knew but. you were a Diamond Castle fan. Josie yeah. I was, was dancing really dogs. Pega- I was really into like the Pegasus too, like the magical stuff yeah. with the dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have 2007 Barbie as the Island Princess, mm-hmm. and then 2009 Uh-oh. Barbie and the Three Musketeers. What were you saying? I said with that elephant. <laughs> yeah, the the elephant. Horrible yeah. animal. Tika. Yeah, I was gonna say his name yeah. like Tika. Tika. Um, and then in 2013, we got Barbie Dreamhouse Party, which was actually a tie-in of the animated series Life in the Dreamhouse. I was um, in high fire. school in 2013, and I was also I watched every single episode of Barbie Life in Barbie the Dreamhouse. Life in the Dreamhouse really? is fire. 
and, and I was also in high school. Friend, me and my friend rewatched a lot of it like a few months ago, and I was like falling asleep. Like for some reason, it just like put me to bed every time. It's I so it good. Um, it's, it's a good funny. show. It's, it's really funny. It's like, genuinely it's really funny. Really funny. Yeah, and it's on Netflix. Um, but I was fourteen years old, and I was like, "Time to watch my little Barbie show." <laughs> yeah, fire. When I was fourteen, I was like, I would go to school and be like a normal like. I was in like student council and stuff, and then I would you come were not home. In high school in 2013 because I I started high school. Grade. That's not true. I started high school in 2013. I graduated in 2017. Hmm. That sounds wrong to me, but okay. <laughs> I know what year I graduated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. right. Um, but I would go to normal high school. I was in student council, all that stuff, and then I would come home and I would watch. Barbie Life in the Dream House, and I would play Animal Jam with my little sister. <laughs> yep. Not cool at all. <laughs> and I remember one time I was watching Teen Titans, and one of your friends, Sam, was like, you still watch Teen Titans? And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> wow. What? Teen That's Titans a good show, though. Yeah, I know, but he was like, you still watch cartoons, Teen Titans? And I cartoons? was like... Cartoons? What? Yeah, I was so embarrassed. And then You're I also... later who said that to you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you later. It wasn't one of your good friends. It was a okay. sibling of one of your good friends. Okay. Anyway, so that's not all is what my last slide says. There are so many more Barbie games. A lot of them are like various fashion party games, um, you know, various runway dress up or like, you know, p- Barbie party time, like where was- it's like reskinned party game from some generic video game company. Was that um, game that we played Fashion Solitaire? Was that a Barbie game? It was, was not. Fashion Solitaire was not a Barbie game. Interesting. Um, and there are that just too many to cover. Genre. Yes. So that's all I have for my notes. If you are so devastated that we didn't cover the Barbie Flash game, we have to do an episode. There's I was so going to say, there's so many, and I feel like we played those more because they were free, yeah. you know, and so. Well, they a were lot. constantly kind of coming out with new ones. Yeah. New. Yeah. And I played BarbieGirls.com, the sort of like I played that too a little bit, like interactive, the, like, the, like MMO penguin of yeah, uh huh. And they all had super but square they didn't heads. They looked like Barbies. They looked like brats, kind of. They had like square heads and big lips. Um, but yeah, it was sort of like yeah, Club Penguin or like Animal Jam, where you like walk around and chat with people. Nice. Yeah. Also, that was a bizarre era of gaming too, because every single company like the in the world build a bear workshop one. yeah there was like build a bear world there was a kung fu panda world I there was millsbury millsbury was awesome which was the general mills version um yeah. there was a lot so we could talk about that sometime too but that's all i have interesting well thank you for enlightening us on the bar. thank you oh. I, it was really fun to do that research so Everybody, go play your favorite Barbie video game in preparation for the movie coming out. True. You might be able to find it online for free. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if they still, like, on Barbie.com, do they still have games? There's issue- There's something with Flash doesn't, oh, like, yeah, exist yeah. anymore, Flash but a lot of games, games uh, are still playable online. You just can't play them on the original website. Mm-hmm. So probably if you Googled it, you could find it. Nice. Okay. Yes. Cool. Well, we'll have to maybe try to... F- do some research on what the best flash games were and, and talk about them for barbie yeah okay do you want to read our submissions yes okay first submission is from nami um they use they them pronouns and they and are 
Wait, Nami, also the sexiest character in Harvest Moon. In Harvest Moon. A Wonderful Life. (laughs) Or Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Exactly. Um, But I think their name is Naomi. No, they didn't change it. Really? But they changed a bunch of people. They only had to change some of them, I'm noticing. Because I saw Celia is now Cecilia. Martin is Matthew. Matthew. Um, Lumina is still Lumina, though. Marlin. Sorry, not not Martin. Marlin was this now Matthew but Lumina is still the same and like Weird. Romana is the same and like Nina and the other you know a lot of them are still the same interesting I wonder so why I think they only had copyright issues with like some of the more specific characters hmm. I'm not sure um anyway Nami they them pronouns they're playing Breath of the Wild and they said I finally started playing Breath of the Wild after the Tears of the Kingdom hype I was afraid I would be bad at the puzzles in combat but so far so good can't aim for my can't aim for my life though true cooking and exploring is fun can't wait until i get my own horse (laughs) i love it it's freaking hard to figure out the horse mechanics my problem is that i still do this in tears of the kingdom i try and sneak up on the horses from directly behind them and they will kick you in the face if you do that oh no but i'm always like no i'm being really sneaky this time this time it's gonna work also with the aiming I can't aim with the motion controls for crap, so I have to turn them off, which you can, if that helps. But. Oh, no. Okay, um, and then we've got Jet. She, her pronouns. She's playing Cube Escape and Rusty Lake series. My time at, oh, Cube Escape slash Rusty Lake series. My time at Porsche and Slime Rancher. Um, and she says, Cube Escape games are horror puzzle point and click games. Really unique and fun. And most of the series is free on mobile. All of them are also on Steam. My time at Porsche is often called 3D, Star- 3D Stardew Valley. It has a lot of the same mechanics, crafting, farming, mining, building relationships at town, etc. Very fun, but can feel a bit overwhelming because there's a lot of things to do. Also, the animations are pretty glitchy at times. Slime Rancher is a really cute first-person game where you own a farm where you have to catch and keep super cute slimes. Really recommend all of these, especially Slime Rancher. Sorry for the super long answer. Really love the podcast. Do not apologize for your long answers. Yeah, we love the long answers. Um, I did play my time at Porsche. And yeah, it I was, remember you playing that, and I remember you spending some time on it. It was fun. It was, like you said, a little bit overwhelming, and I feel like it doesn't do a great job of telling you what to do, which a lot of people do say that about Stardew Valley, but for some reason with Stardew Valley, I just didn't have any issues. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to click on, you know, like, Something about the way that Stardew Valley presented itself to me was less intimidating. And with my time at Porsche, I feel like I couldn't, like, figure things out. And I also really didn't like the mining mechanics. They were very mm-hmm. strange. And you have, like, a jetpack. Um, but I did – there was a really hot uh, doctor, <laughs> I think, that I was trying to, to seduce. <laughs> there was a hot guy. I don't remember his name, though. <laughs> Josie, have you played Cubescape games? No, I don't know what that means. Well, well that's it says it's Cube horror. Escape. It's a horror puzzle point and click game. So I thought that oh, you might have played it. I don't like point and clicks at all. So oh, okay. Well, it's horror, so that's it's why scary I though, Josie. You love scary stuff. That's true. Yeah. Maybe I will. Will Slime will Rancher sounds point and click now. Yeah, yeah, Slime Rancher is one that I know if I start, I'll probably get really obsessed with it. So I'm yeah. always trying to hold myself back. Yeah, it sounds cute, though. Yeah, I like this uh, triple recommendation where it's, like, very one for types. each of us. Well, it's, right. like, horror game for Josie, My Time in Porsche for Sam, and then Slime Rancher for me. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. 
What are you guys playing? I've been playing Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Have Um, you been playing it too, Josie? Uh, barely. I mean, I was, I keep trying to, and then I've just been, like, so tired the past few weeks. Shoot. So I just haven't been, like, playing much at all. I mean, I've still been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, but that's about it right now. I'm only a couple of days into, like, like game days into mm. Story of Seasons so far. Um, it is very similar to what I remember it oh, being. Oh, good. I um, didn't realize you could make your own character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to do that so bad. I know, it's very I really cute. need to get it. It's just expensive. <laughs> yeah, you have to get it. You'll have to get it. Because I will. And, like, it's fun because I guess, like, they have added, like, way, way more cutscenes in this one. Mm, um, fun. So that's fun. The only issue is, like, I've never played – I mean, when we when we were little, there was a cheat that you could do in this mm-hmm. game where if you plugged in another GameCube controller into the fourth player spot and then hit your triggers at the same time while you're in a certain screen, you would get, like, a million dollars or something. Yeah. Which, how so, did we oh, ever find that out? I don't know. I, like, I this was before that. the era of, like, being able – to google that kind of stuff i feel like so. we must have been able to look it up somehow. or maybe mom or, maybe or dad looked it up for us or... yeah i don't know or maybe they even had it in like the game like we would read those game i was gonna say that, that was when they used to it. give you like a huge manual with like yeah with all your inside games. the case yeah oh, man this so maybe, is a nostalgia episode but i so like i'm actually having to try to learn how to actually make money on <laughs> well we didn't even know you could sell stuff we would milk our cow every day and be like now we have milk yeah sure. now i have <laughs> another milk like yeah like we were just too stupid and then there's like and literally in the tutorial what's his name Takakura. 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 I literally. I can't say it. I can't not. Takakura was like. (laughs) He was like. Later, when I played it as you know a teenager, he's like, and this is the box. If you put stuff in the box, I will give you money for it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the box where you sell your stuff, and I was like, there was a box where you could sell your stuff this whole (laughs) time. Yeah. Well, the game the game is, has pretty much almost all the exact same things. Like, it's really similar. I will say, I was telling Josie this, like, I know that, like, in Stardew Valley and in, like, Wildflowers, like, they are, intru- like, the minutes are a second, right? Like, it uh-huh. increases. But it only actually updates the clock every 10 seconds. Yeah. So, like, it feels less stressful because in this oh, game, they're updating yes. every second. So, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm running I out of time. I forgot about that. I'm yeah, it did time. that on the last one, too. And it's constantly, yeah. like, tick, tick, It's so tick, scary. Tick, <laughs> Yeah, and one thing that's hilarious is you can speed run this game in 20 seconds because if you tell Takakura <laughs> that you're no. not interested, yeah. he's like, well, guess you're not cut out for it. Bye. Yeah, sorry. Bye. <laughs> and you have to Dang. recreate your whole character that you just spent all that time creating. Did you oh, just boy. test it out to see no, what No, I saw someone else online test it out just because I was so like, funny. But I guess it, that was how they did it in the original game, too, which we just yeah. never would have tried that. Sounds that sounds vaguely but... familiar, but yeah. But anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's uh, definitely, I'm learning because it is a little bit like of a grind I feel like the money making aspect of things and like also like having enough time in such a big map to like talk to everyone you want to talk to because there are only 10 day seasons are they that really yeah they're 10 days 
I mean, yeah, and you crazy. also play for like 20 years though, usually. Like, yeah, so it's your like, kid like grows up. Yeah, but like each year, so you have 40 days to marry someone, basically. Jeez. So it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot. My gosh. But it's fun. It's fun. How did we ever marry anyone in that game? Well, because you can, if you like, just if you focus on one person and you can give them multiple gifts a day. As long oh, as different wait, kinds 40 of days to marry someone? Like, as in, I don't know how the marriage up works at all in that game. You have so to you... propose to them by the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. But even after you by don't... the end of the first year? Yeah, by the end of the first year. But so you can't get married at all past the first year. You have to get married in the first year because the second year is like, here's your life with your little kid and kind of thing. What? Like it, it starts with your with like your it's child. different. So you it's get like different. a game over if you don't get married. But you can't. But if you don't get no, if you don't get married, then you. I guess I don't know if this was in the first game, but at least in this game, he Takakura forces <laughs> you forces you to pick someone, and then they propose to you. Basically, oh, so that probably was in the funny. first one. So it's like you don't you don't have to like actually level up your hearts enough to get them to say yes to you, but it just kind of seems well, and more then you fun. wouldn't get any of the cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, and you don't get any of the cutscenes if you. If okay, you that like makes that, more so. sense. I love so, it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, no. I have been playing Wildflowers. Um, I've talked to Sam yeah. about this, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast. It's on Apple Arcade, which I have. Yeah. So I've been playing it on my phone. Um, and I was sleeping on it. I was like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like my thing. Like, I was I don't telling know. you forever. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. It's, I really actually like, I was like, I'm not going to like playing as like a character. Like you play as Tara. This is Tara's story. And I was like, oh, I don't know. That's weird to me. Like, I'd rather play something that's, like, more first person. I love Tara. I know. She is fun. so likable. Like, the writing on her character and all the characters is really good. And, like, just in general, like, you were not joking when you said, like, the town goss is hot. The, <laughs> yeah. the tea scalding. The, and, like, the characters have such well-fleshed-out personalities um, which is something that people really criticize about something like Stardew Valley, where like the lines can be repetitive and the characters can feel kind of flat. Um, and that is not the case in Wildflowers. Like everybody has a backstory. Everybody has lore that you find out about, like their families that live like in the city or like, you know, like their sexuality or their race, you know, like these really interesting, complex stories that make the characters feel extremely human. Yeah, um, they feel real. Like it feels yeah. like they're your friends. Like you're kind. Of, I'm kind of attached. And there are like things that happen where like conflict arises in the town. Where like, like I'll say this in the least spoilery way, but there are moments where like half of the town will turn on one individual, and like it hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, but that's my best friend. Yeah, that's my best friend who I go talk to every day. So shut up yeah or then when two of my like one of my best friends starts being mean to my other best friend i'm like i have to die now this is too much so it's really fun i'm really liking it i'm in winter um and i am in a serious relationship with wesley i know that's also who you dated but he's by far the hottest guy so yeah yeah we'll we'll have to talk more about that choice at some point (laughs) what what do you mean uh, because there's like he has the most complicated story towards the end as well oh, really so, yeah once you okay. finish the game we'll have to talk about it okay, because i only have like one heart left with him 
okay. Um, and he is a werewolf also. I literally saw one picture of him in non-werewolf form, and I said, that's a werewolf. You remember <laughs> on our yeah, yeah. episode? Yeah, and that's not really a spoiler because it's all over their like social media, like pictures. And you find it out like immediately after. And you also, talk he to him. looks like a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. But I did, I did kiss him in his wolf form. So fire! I'm Cute. kind of, I'm kind of an ally. Yeah, yep. a werewolf <laughs> ally. <laughs> ally. Uh, okay, so I am with the merch store. I am switching it to a red bubble page. I have everything uploaded. It's just in the middle of getting approved. I think Redbubble will make it a little bit more affordable um, for people and it's a little easier for us. So that just seems like the best course of action right now. We'll keep you guys posted. Uh, follow us on social media at fake gamer girls pod. And something different on Twitter. It's fine. And not on Twitter. Oh, should I make a threads account? Make a threads. <laughs> are you guys on threads? Yeah. No, but are you? Follow you. Oh yeah. We follow each other. Um, I'm on threads. Your husband is on threads. Yeah. And he's the only person that responds to my threads. <laughs> it's also a terrible app. It's not good. It's, it's a not horrible. Fun. It's horrible really app. boring. And my entire page is Paris Hilton for some reason. <laughs> and I can't get it to go Bad. away. <laughs> nice. So that's that. Uh, join the discord and also tell us what you're playing all of that is in the episode description you can click the links and that's it stay cool gamers stay cool gamers Stay cool gamers. bye, bye. bye.